Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, whatever, uh, whenever you tune into this podcast. But uh, welcome to the Up North Trip. I'm your host, Sean Lawson. And today is American Thanksgiving, which means we have three Thursday football games. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Can't wait to sit down and watch all these games today. Um, took the day off from work and uh, get to watch some football and uh, hopefully see some good games. We have uh, six teams in action, three games, like I said. And happy Thanksgiving to all my American listeners. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And a lot of news today. We got uh, UFC, we got NFL, we got NBA, uh, we got CFL. So we're going to get right into it. It's a jam-packed show we got here for y'all today, and uh, we obviously have to start off with the recap of Week 12. Some big blowout games, um, but nothing special really, but we're going to get right into it. And to start, we have to start, we're, we're actually going to skip the Thursday night game. Um, wasn't, wasn't that special. And uh, to be completely honest, folks, I forgot to write something down about it, and <laughs> I forgot who played in it. Oh, no, it was the uh, Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. My fault. I did write something down about it. Thank God. Rough start here at the Up North trip, but I had a bunch of final papers due for school, so um, everyone just take a chill pill. We're, it's, it's been a long week, okay? Been running on like six hours of sleep each day. Nonetheless, we're going to dive right into it, recapping week 12 in the NFL. To start off, DeAndre Hopkins puts on a show for the Houston Texans, hauling in two Ds, two TDs in the win against the Indianapolis Colts. Final score in that game, 20-17, to 17, which, may, which means DeAndre Hopkins' mom got two touchdown footballs. If you don't know, DeAndre Hopkins' mom um, unfortunately lost sight when she was at a young age and every time the wide receiver deandre hopkins for the texans scores a touchdown he runs over to the same spot each week where his mother um goes to the games and it's it's a great tradition that uh, deandre has and gives her a touchdown ball so that she knows her son scored really uh really touching uh video i saw it on um Friday morning, and it's uh, pretty awesome that he does that. Moving on to Sunday's uh, 1 p.m. action, we had Mitch Trubisky getting a big W at home against the G-Men, New York Giants, 19-14 final in that game. Um, and I guess uh, Trubisky bouncing back from that uh, hip injury slash benching from uh, last week, the the previous week, week 11. And he gets the win, and uh, the Bears trying to run the table as they need to win out to basically make the playoffs. They have a bunch of division games, including the one today against the Detroit Lions. I think they'll get that win. But they got a face-off against the red-hot Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers, who are both ahead of them in the division. Moving on, the Cleveland Browns went down to Miami and put on a classic the offense looked to be firing on all cylinders as Jarvis Landry and OBJ, the two-star wide receivers out there in Cleveland, 
were on fire, both scoring a touchdown. And for a win, 41 to 24 against the Miami Dolphins. Pretty uh we all we all knew the Cleveland Browns were going to win that game. They essentially have to win out if they want to make the playoffs. Um, the Cleveland Browns would probably end up going nine and seven, but with a game against the divisional opponent Baltimore Ravens later on the season, um, that might be the end of their season. Their schedule is pretty easy, and I know they already beat the Ravens once, but if they don't win that game against the Ravens later on in the season, they're probably done. The Pittsburgh Steelers benched Mason Rudolph. Um, I believe it was in the second quarter or at half. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me. For third string quarterback, Devlin Duck Hodges. And it paid off for them. As they get the win against the winless Cincinnati Bengals, the offense look, looked abysmal with Rudolph in there. And... Uh, <laughs> What a what a month of uh, November for Mason Rudolph. He comes back from injury, that concussion he suffered uh, with uh, safety Earl Thomas knocking him out. He gets into the scrap with Miles Garrett on Thursday night, um, getting bonked on the head like a whack-a-mole. And then he gets benched a week later. Damn. Nonetheless, Devlin Hodges, you're getting the start. You beat the last Los Angeles Chargers, and then you get the win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Good job, buddy. But the Bengals are 0-11 for the first time in franchise history. We got some news on the Bengals later for you in our news segment. But moving forward, the Bills improved to 8-3 on the year as they fend off the Denver Broncos 20-3. Buffalo Bills running back Frank Gore surpasses Barry Sanders for the third spot on the all-time leading rushing yards category in NFL history. So congratulations to you, Frank Gore. Definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. I know a lot of people aren't so keen on putting Frank Gore in the Hall of Fame for the NFL, but how can you not? He's third on the all-time rushing yards leaders and this guy is the Aegis Wonder. He keeps on doing it. I know they're four-yard bursts, but this guy runs hard. He runs angry, and he's just been a beast. You could just plug him into any team, and he's going to give you some rushing yards. It's beautiful. I, I love what they're doing out there in, uh, in Buffalo with Frank Gore and uh, rookie Devin Singletary. Obviously, Devin Singletary would love to one day be the third time all time leading rusher and he he gets to see greatness with Frank Gore and I'm sure he's learning a lot kicker Will Lutz from the New Orleans Saints seals the deal for the Saints as they win 34 to 31 against the Carolina Panthers this game was pretty crazy um if if y'all tuned in the Saints had a big lead going into the second half and Carolina Panthers were surging of late with a chance to win the game rookie kicker Jason um, Sly I believe his name is at the end of the game misses the potential game winning kick for Carolina and he just shanked it Drew, Drew Brees gets put on the field and does what Drew Brees does 
driving the team down the field, setting up Will Lutz for the game winner there. And unfortunate for Carolina, they might get back to the winning ways as they face off against the Redskins this coming week. So Carolina, terrible loss, and I believe they might be done in the playoff picture. Moving to another NFC South um, opponent, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers break the Atlanta Falcons' two-game winning streak with a win on the road, 35-22. Jameis Winston, quarterback for the Buccaneers, had, I believe, only two turnovers. So, I mean, that's improvement for Buddy, who loves turning the football over. Um, but nonetheless, he gets the win out there in, in Atlanta. And good good job for you, Jameis. You're, you're improving. Not Not there just quite, but you're getting there. The New York Jets steamroll the Raiders 34-3 and improved to 4-7 and and are on a three-game winning streak. I don't know, guys. Sam Darnold sticking to his word of running the table. It's going pretty good. They get to face off against another easy team this week. Not saying that the Raiders were easy, but they just flopped on the road. They just flopped on the road against the New York Jets, and I, I was surprised with the win by Sam Darnold and the Jets, but hey, I mean, more power to you. As they, the Jets have a pretty easy rest of the way coming for them for the rest of the next four games in the regular season. And uh, wow, that's really depressing. There's only four games left in the regular season. Fuck! That sucks. God. Anyways, moving on. I just got super... Super depressed there. Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, quarterback, and the rest of the Seattle Seahawks take care of the Philadelphia Eagles, 17-9. The Eagles looking terrible. I don't know what's going on with these guys, but they can't seem to get it done. Seahawks remain on top of one of the divisions. No, not in the division, sorry, but securing a playoff spot. I don't know how any of these 6-5 and five or... Uh, you know, seven and four teams in the NFC are going to get into the playoffs. They have to essentially win out and hope for uh, Minnesota or Green Bay or uh, Seattle to fall off somehow. But I just, I just don't see that happening right now in the AFC, uh, NFC playoff picture. Moving on, Dwayne Haskins, quarterback for the Washington Redskins, gets his first win as a starting QB. The Redskins came out victorious 19-16 against the Matthew Stafford-less Lions. They sealed the victory with a game-winning field goal late in the fourth quarter. And it's beautiful because, you know, with all that's going on in Washington, tickets... The, the, first of all, the game was in Washington. Guess how much tickets were selling for? And pretty good seats. Four hard-earned American dollars. I saw a lot of Detroit Lions fans there on Sunday in the stadium. And why not? You take the drive out to Washington or fly or however you get there. And you pay $4 to watch your team play? Sign me up if I was a Lions fan. But sadly, I'm not. Both teams look abysmal. And Dwayne Haskins, good job, buddy. Congratulations. The Tennessee Titans beat up on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score in that game, 42-20. to Ryan Tannehill 
throwing the ball down the field, getting big first downs. I love what this guy's doing and are on pace to make a playoff push as they improve to 6-5 and five on the season. They got a tough uh, game coming up against divisional opponent, opponent Indianapolis Colts, but I love, I love what these uh, Tennessee Titans are doing. Um, Derrick Henry going off with two touchdowns, and I mean, going into half, it was 7-3 to three at halftime, and then you're, you're watching the, uh, the other 4 o'clock game, and then you see, you know, 28 to 3. I'm like, what is going on there in Tennessee? But they're balling out. Kudos to them and uh, good job on the win. Tom Brady improves to 5 and 0 all time against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday as the Patriots get the win 13 to 9 and sit atop the AFC at 10 wins and one loss. Um fantastic way it was it was terrible weather out there in um, New England but you know any team that comes into Foxborough you know is gonna have a tough time and you can't go into Foxborough and just kick on uh, kick field goals I just don't understand how these head coaches come into Foxborough and think it's okay to just uh, set up their kicker to get them points at least some points on the board you got to go for it on fourth down and, of course, if we all know head coach Jason Garrett of the Dallas Cowboys, he just he's not a risk taker. And I, I feel as if this is going to be um, one of the factors for the owner, Jerry Jones, to move on from Jason Garrett. He needs a coach that is going to take risks. We all love when your team down, down in the football game sets up for that fourth and short or maybe fourth and long. You love the confidence that uh, the coach has in the team, and I just don't think Jason Garrett has the the cojones to go for it on fourth and uh, fourth and short. And it showed because they took the loss there in Foxborough, and a potential win. I mean, they were only down a score, um, and they decided to f kick a field goal and only put up nine points. So, L L to the Dallas Co Cowboys and Jason Garrett. Finally, moving on to the Sunday, to wrap up the Sunday uh, night games, um, the 49ers kicked the shit out of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Listen, I, I love my Packers, but they played terribly on Sunday night. I, I was swearing, as per usual. I am a crazy, swearing, pissed-off fan when my team is down, especially like that. They lost 37-8. to eight. I was so mad, I got a headache. I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys, but I was okay in the second half. At halftime, I was like, Shawnee, this is too much. You're, you're being a too much guy, and you should calm down. It's, it's only a loss. The season is not over for the Green Bay Packers, but a loss like that is concerning, especially if we have to go to San Francisco in the playoffs. If we do make the playoffs... Um, which I'm confident we will, but listen, we, we can't go back to San Francisco and play like that. That was terrible. No one was doing anything. The only player I could say for the Green Bay Packers that was putting in a very strong effort was running back Jamal Williams. Bailing out um, some potential lost plays. 
um, by the Green Bay Packers. Little dump off plays, and he was turning up field for them. So, you know what? Very disappointed in my Green Bay Packers, but y'all will hear more about that in warm beer, cold beer. Finally, to wrap up week 12, we had the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson put up another stellar performance down in Los Angeles on Monday night. Final score in that game, a blowout, a college game blowout score, 45-6. to Um, You know what? I'm going to save my comments for Los Angeles in warm beer, cold beer as well. Um, And definitely, definitely I know which side I'm putting on the Rams for. But nonetheless, we'll save that for there. And we're going to move on to the news. To start off, we got some Canadian news. And when I'm saying Canadian news, I'm saying about the CFL. The CFL wrapped up last Sunday with the Grey Cup. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers won the Grey Cup Sunday night against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 33-12. And I don't know if you you all saw this, but uh, apparently there's this Baltimore, uh, no, not Baltimore, sorry, Blue Bombers fan that hasn't uh, hasn't worn shorts since um, the Blue Bombers were in the Grey Cup in, I believe, the late 90s or early 2000s. And... It's pretty crazy. He made a bet with uh, his buddies, his drinking buddies, obviously, as we all make stupid bets with our drinking buddies, that he would not wear pants until the Blue Bombers won the Grey Cup. Thankfully, he is now wearing pants as the Blue Bombers won, obviously. And they had him at the game uh, on Grey Cup Sunday, filmed him putting on pants, and... uh, this is the type of stuff I guess we Canadians do. Uh, I don't. I don't know. But Winnipeg is no joke in the winter, so I don't know how this guy survives. Uh, so kudos to him. Good job for you. And uh, hopefully he makes this bet again because that's fucking hilarious. Moving on to the UFC, the UFC wants to book a fight between Champ Khabib Nur. Oh, let me see if I could get this right. Okay. Khabib Nurmagomedov, I hope that's the way I, yeah, everyone pronounces it, and Tony Ferguson in April, in, wow, in April, ESPN reports. According to ESPN's Brett Okamoto, I hope I'm getting that name, last name right as well, UFC President Dana White said the UFC is targeting a lightweight championship bout between Nurmagomedov and Ferguson as a pay-per-view main event at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. So the undefeated Nurmagomedov fading, facing off against Tony Ferguson should be a great fight. Um, last time Nurmag- Nurmagomedov, Jesus, that's a tough name to pronounce, faced off against anyone was um, Poirier, Dustin Poirier, and Khabib is still undefeated. So let's see if Tony Ferguson can uh, make an upset. I hope he can because I cannot stand Khabib. You know, I I I do I do love his fighting style. But he's he's just a shitty person I find. And I'm, I'm I'm not a fan, but I do respect his game and he's an excellent fi- fighter and it it proves he's undefeated uh in the UFC. So uh 
you know what? Hopefully Tony Ferguson can do it, but it's unlikely. And uh, I guess we'll find out in April. Got a long, uh, long way to go to see that. Some NFL news. The Cincinnati Bengals are promoting quarterback Andy Dalton back to the starting role for the team as the 0-11 Bengals set to face off against the New York Jets, who are rolling on a three-game winning streak. Uh, I don't think they get it done, but, you know, I just don't get how you benched Andy Dalton for backup quarterback Ryan Finley and then are just going to bring it back to him. I I, I don't know. I, I think the Bengals should have moved on w from uh, Andy Dalton at the trade deadline, but... Nonetheless, he's still on the team, and they're going to give him a shot against to uh, against the bank, uh, the Jets. So you know what? Happy for Andy Dalton. Uh, definitely disrespect put on his name, and hopefully he could go out there and get his team a much needed win on the season. I know the Bengals fans are dying out there in Cincinnati for a win. They're hungry. Feed him, Andy Dalton. Come on. Some more NFL news. Baltimore Ravens safety Earl Thomas was very uh, outspoken on Monday night after his team's win against Los Angeles. Thomas went on to say, quote, When the Super Bowl comes, whoever we play, they're going to be in trouble. And uh, I, I love what Earl is saying. Uh, I agree. But uh, <laughs> let's say... Let's say the Ravens fall in the, the uh, divisional round or the AFC um, championship game, let's say. This this is going to come back to bite him in the ass, obviously. Oh, sorry. That was my phone. Sorry, everyone. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to go and bite him in the ass. But I love the confidence. And, I mean, who, who is stopping the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens right now? You know, we, we all saw um, them play the Texans, blew them out, saw them play um, the New England Patriots. The Ravens got the W there. So, you know, he's, he's speaking facts right now, Earl Thomas is, and uh, I love it. If you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, you know what? I have a couple of friends that are, so all the more power to you. But still, they're one game back of the Patriots, so uh, they got to keep their winning ways. And... Uh, you know, Earl Thomas is going to ball out. He's a future Hall of Famer. So all, all the more power to you, Earl Thomas. Keep that shit going. Finally, we have a little NBA news. Um, I don't know if you all saw this, all my NBA fans out there that support the podcast. But the Brooklyn Nets traveled to Boston last night to face off against the Celtics. And Celtics fans went around TD Garden and posted posters of former Celtics point guard Kyrie Irving, which showed a picture of the now Brooklyn Nets star with bold red lighter, uh, lettering saying, Coward, as Kyrie did not play in the loss against the Celtics. However, they do travel to um, New York, or Brooklyn, sorry, to face off in a doubleheader, essentially, against the Celtics um tonight so you know what i it was probably a rest day uh in this uh, day and age where the stars of the nba take um load management that's that's the wording that the the nba teams use to rest their stars and uh 
I, I don't want to go down on a wormhole of load management. Listen, I'm, I'm not a fan of load management. And I'm just going to say this. One of the stars in the game, my favorite player in the NBA, um, Russell Westbrook for the Houston Rockets. You see him suit up almost every game to the best of his ability. You know, if he's not injured, he's playing. If he is injured, he's trying his best to get out there and play. And uh, you, you don't see him taking load management, you know. And he's one of the stars of the game. He almost averages a triple-double every game. So that that's my comments on load management in the NBA. And uh, yeah, but we'll probably see Kyrie in action. Um, sorry, not, not today, uh, on Friday against the Celtics once again. Oh, and uh, some last NFL news. Sorry, folks. Detroit Lions will start their third-string quarterback, David Blau. I hope I'm saying that last name right as well, against the Chicago Bears today as backup quarterback Jeff Driscoll, who has been playing um, the games of late against uh, uh, for the Detroit Lions. He's dealing with a hamstring injury, so he's not able to go. So let's see if David uh, David Blau, Blue, I don't know what your, how you pronounce your last name, but can get the win on the road against, uh, no, get the win at home against the Chicago Bears in a NFC North division. So moving on, we have our segment, Warm Beer, Cold Beer. And to start, we got to hand out some piss warm beers to the players and or teams that have, uh, that were abysmal in last week's efforts. To start, we're giving it to rookie kicker for the Carolina Panthers, Joey Sly, for his missed field goals and missed extra points folks he missed two extra points in the loss against new orleans saints and like i said before in the in the recap he also missed a potential game winner you know what this this seems to be a trend for kickers in the nfl now um starting with last se season but uh especially this year you just see kickers mo uh missing extra points game-winning field goals, field goals in general. And it, it's definitely a headline in the 2019 um, season for the NFL, and it continues. And, uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers on the road going into Louisiana to face off against the Saints. And, you know what, trying to get a win because they're on the outside looking in in that division in the wild card spots in a tough, tough NFC, and their their kicker loses it for them, and it's unfortunate. It really is. But uh, Joey Sly, you know what? I feel for you, but you got to make those kicks, buddy. You have one job. So here's a warm beer from us. I'm giving it a warm beer status to three teams, and uh, you know what? I have to give it to the Green Bay Packers to start. Listen, like I said earlier, you cannot go into the top team in your conference and play like that. That was terrible. Like I said, the only player, uh, not the only player, but maybe three players I would give a good quality game to were Jamal Williams, a running back, um, and the two outside line linebackers. We have Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith. 
They did get to Jimmy Garoppolo a couple of times and got some sacks, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's a group effort out there in uh, Green Bay, and abysmal look on offense. They look the same against the Chargers, just terrible. Uh, and you know what? I think it's now time in a losing situation down big. It's time for Aaron Rodgers to take over the offense. I I don't want to set the uh, whole argument of head coach and star quarterback getting heated at each other. As you see, there there was earlier in the season that uh, whole stigma of, oh, they're not going to get along, this, that, and the third. But, you know, in those situations, you want Aaron Rodgers taking a hold of the offense and driving the the team down the field like you've seen him do classic Aaron Rodgers getting points but you know <laughs> the play calling was terrible by Matt LaFleur and he got outdueled by his homies um if y'all don't know um he has ties with head coach um Kyle Shanahan who is the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers and his brother is on that coaching staff you saw him dapping up everyone at the end of the game, and they they came out victorious against the uh, first-time head coach in Green Bay, Matt Lafleur. So you know what? A shitty look on all spectrums for the Green Bay Packers. And here's a warm beer. Another team I'm giving the warm beer status to are the Los Angeles Rams. Same kind of deal. You fall, you fell flat at home, especially. The Stars were out coming to support the Rams. Um, the team looked abysmal as well, just like the Green Bay Packers in prime time on Monday night. Um, play calling was atrocious. Uh, defense was getting burnt, burnt toast for the Rams. Um, and at the end of the game, I don't know if y'all saw this, uh, you had to see star cornerback Jalen Ramsey being taken off the field, being restrained by the coaching staff as a uh, former Los Angeles Rams cornerback Marcus Peters and Jalen Ramsey got into a heated, I guess, shouting match at each other. I'm sure they were cussing at each other, talking shit, but Marcus Peters has all the right to. He He's now with the better team, and he got the win against his former team, revenge game. So, you know what? The Rams, I'm going to say it here, folks, they're done. You know, you have Seattle in your, in your division. You have the 49ers in your division. They're done, folks. They're 6-5. and five, They're done. Playoff hopes are done. They would have to win out and hope for one of those teams to fall flat in the last four remaining games. And I'm going to say we're, we're putting our first hot take here. But it's not really a hot take because with the way they're playing, they're done. Los Angeles Rams, done. Out of the playoffs. Another team that I might say they're done as well, but the Dallas Cowboys keep on losing, are the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know, I know, I'm going to get flack for this. I got a lot of friends that are Philadelphia Eagles fans, but the play calling there, three teams, man. These three teams that I've mentioned in the warm beer segment, the Philadelphia Eagles play calling by head coach Doug Peterson is crap. Crap, 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 crap. They looked terrible on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. And 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. They have no wide receivers, which is one big factor, and their so-called stars in the wide receiver category are they injured? Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey, no Robinson. I don't know. I get those two mixed up. Uh, no, I believe it's Alshon Jeffrey. He's injured, so that leaves rookie JJ Arcega uh, Whiteside and a bunch of known names for them so that that's their struggle and that's going to be key for them um for the draft because you know what i'm going to double up the eagles will not make the playoffs i know their schedule is easier to end with four games but they'd have to win out and they'd have to hope for the dallas cowboys to fall so unless that happens i think the eagles are done sorry eagles fans Sorry to all my boys that are Eagles fans, but I think I think they're done. And if you're a realistic fan, um, you would know that too. So that wraps up warm beer statuses for the Green Bay Packers, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Eagles, and Joey Sly. Got to improve, boys. We all got to step up this week. Now to congratulate all these teams and or players that I'm giving the cold beer status to. To start, I'm giving a cold beer status to quarterback Dwayne Haskins for the Washington Redskins on his team win um, on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Kudos to you, buddy. I know you've gotten a lot of uh, flack. Um, form, your former head coach did not believe in you. And you know what? Uh, you got passed up on um, the quarterback needy teams in the NFL, like the uh, New York Giants, who are shitty as well i think they have the same record as the uh, washington redskins now so kudos to you Dwayne. you get a cold beer status and you get your uh, first career win so good job some teams i'm head- handing out the cold beer status obviously are the fort san francisco 49ers dominant win against the green bay packers looked phenomenal all on all ends of the field special teams um offense defense coaching and you know what? They're sitting atop the NFC, and who's going to stop them? This Sunday game against another cold beer status team that I'm awarding this team to, the Baltimore Ravens, looked phenomenal as well out there in L.A. Same same kind of deal. Special teams, offense, defense, coaching. They look great, and I can't wait to see who's going to win this game. But we're going to move on to our NFL Week 13 game picks where I will give you the winner of the 49ers Ravens. But to start, we have to start with the three Thursday night, uh, not night, three Thursday games we have for American Thanksgiving. To start at 1230, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Detroit Lions. And it's pretty plain and simple. Detroit has their third string quarterback starting. So I'm going to give this to Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. They get the win on the road and are trying to run the table. So, go Bears. They get the win. Not go Bears, but uh, fuck the Bears, but they're obviously going to get the win here. Uh, Moving on, 4 o'clock game, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, This could be a good game if the Buffalo Bills offense and defense steps up. Though, I don't think they're going to get it done. I think the Dallas Cowboys, you know, at home... On Thanksgiving, they have a lot to prove. They got to step up after that terrible loss against New England. 
both short weeks for this team. Something weird could happen, but I do believe that Cowboys are going to get the win at home. And to wrap up the Thursday games, we have a NFC South divisional matchup. We have the New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are at home, and last time this uh, these two teams faced off, Atlanta got the upset win. But I think it was just a weird game. Um, New Orleans has tape on the Falcons for this year. So I think I'm going to give it to the Saints. Um, bounce back win. They have to get the win here. Um, because you can't fall flat against your divisional opponents. It's huge. So book it for the Saints. Sunday, we have a whole long list of Sunday matchups. At 1 o'clock, we have the Washington Redskins traveling to Carolina. Carolina at home, I'm giving the win to them there. We have the New York Jets versus Cincinnati. Andy Dalton back to the starting role in Bengals country. Although I love what the Jets are doing, Sam Darnold said earlier before the three-game winning streak started that they could run the table. So you know what? Four games in a row. Let's go, New York Jets. I love what you guys are doing, and I hope they get the. I hope they run the table. I love. I love when shitty teams are calling out their shots. So book it for the Jets. We have a nice uh, AFC South divisional matchup. We have the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this is a toss-up game. I don't know who's going to win. Both hungry teams. Uh, at I believe they're both 6-5 and five on the year. So whoever wins this game, I believe the loser is done out of the playoffs. Um, this AFC playoff wildcard uh, picture is going to come down to the wire. So actually, I retract that further statement. You can't count any of these teams out um but i think i'm gonna give it to the colts at home against the titans um it's just one of those games where you you can't bet on the tennessee titans you know they'll win maybe max two games in a row but they'll take a loss so book it for the colts moving on in a battle of florida we have the tampa bay back in uh buccaneers buccaneers taking on the jacksonville jaguars um, another toss-up game. Uh, this is going to be a tough week of betting for your boy, Sean. But you know what? I'm going to give it to Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers. I don't believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars. They look terrible on all ends of the football field. You know, their defense is getting uh, exploited. So this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Buccaneers take it. Another game that should be a blowout is the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Miami Dolphins. Listen, if the if the Eagles struggle against the Dolphins here, that just proves my point earlier of what I said, that the Eagles are going to be done. If they can't step up, which they should because people are going down into Miami and having great games, this is a prove-it game for Carson Wentz. He's had a tough year, but he's not he's not part to blame. He has no one to throw to. Their running good, their running game should take care of business in Miami. So maybe just rely heavily on that, and uh, book it for the Eagles on Sunday. They get the win out there in Miami. A great one o'clock game. I'm surprised this is not um, flexed to the primetime matchup matchup on Sunday, but we have a great 
um, primetime matchup nonetheless on Sunday. We have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, if these two teams faced off in the Super Bowl, I would sit down and watch it and be a fan of it. I would not mind at all. You have the best team in the NFC versus arguably one of the best teams in the AFC. Um, and you know what? I'm going to give it to the Baltimore Ravens here. I think this could be the um, the win that carries them all the way to the Super Bowl. If you could beat the 49ers with that pass, uh, with that pass rush they have um, out there in 49ers country, you could you could beat the New England Patriots in the playoffs. I I strongly believe it. I love what they're doing out there in Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson is just going to keep on riding. Book it for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> we have the rematch, folks, with the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, although Mason Rudolph is not playing. Obviously, no Miles Garrett, but I think this game is going to be ugly. I think it's going to be another ugly game. Uh, I think the Cleveland Browns get the win. Whoever loses this uh, this game, their season's done as well. Um, and so a nice AFC North divisional matchup. We'll, we'll see. I, I think I'm going to go with the Browns. I liked what they did um, last week offensively, and I think it's, that's just going to continue. So book it for the Cleveland Browns, wrapping up the 1 o'clock games. We only have four, uh, two 4 o'clock games. We have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals, and this could be a toss-up game too. You know, Arizona is a very scrappy team. Um, they look very good on offense. It's just their defense can't really back up what they're doing on offense. Um, could be a bounce-back game for Los Angeles. If this game, if I did not have to make a pick here, I wouldn't. But, you know what, I for some odd reason can't quit the Rams. Uh, I think they get back to their winning ways. So book it for the Rams. Struggling offense, struggling defense. Hopefully they can bounce back against their divisional opponent in the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals. Moving on to wrap up the 4 o'clock games, we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Denver Broncos. Sorry, folks, that was my phone again. I forgot to put it on silent. Um, we have the Chargers traveling to Denver, mile high, tough place to play. And I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about any of these teams but you know what i'm gonna give it to the chargers philip rivers bounce back game book it for the chargers um there in denver a nice primetime matchup once again on sunday night we have the new england patriots versus the houston texas texans on the road i think the patriots get it done they've just had their winning ways against houston in years past and uh, I think it continues like that. I think uh, their offense is going to look rejuvenated for the Patriots. I know they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, apparently, the flu bug is going around um, New England right now. A lot of players did not practice with the flu, at least eight uh, players plus. So hopefully they all come back healthy or just have a crazy flu game as a group effort. Uh, unless a lot of starters for them are out, you know, give it to the Patriots. To wrap up week 13, we have Monday night, Minnesota versus Seattle. And you know what? Realistically, playoff picture-wise, for me, a fan of the Green Bay Packers, 
I would love if this uh, game ended up in a tie. But we do have Kirk Cousins in prime time. I know he's 2-0 on the season in prime time. But in Seattle, a tough place to play. I'm going to have to give it to the Seattle Seahawks here. Um, two wild card teams currently facing off against each other. So Seattle, I'm hoping for a win for um, y'all. Uh, oh, wow. Folks, I forgot one team to put on here. I forgot my own goddamn team to put on <laughs> the one o'clock schedule. Whoops. The Green Bay Packers taking on the New York Giants. Obvious pick here. Um, sorry about that, guys. Wow. Messed up there. Um, I'm giving it to the Green Bay Packers. Bounce pack uh, victory for them for a abysmal uh, New York Giants team. The Giants are sitting at 2-9, and nine, so I believe the Green Bay Packers get back to the winning ways. But I need Minnesota to lose. Um, in the NFC North, we have Minnesota and Green Bay sitting at 8-3. and three, So I believe the Packers are going to go 9-3, and three, and I believe the Vikings are going to go back to 8-4. and four. So book it for the Seattle Seahawks. Tough place to play. You know they're going to dominate at home. Russell Wilson is looking phenomenal this year. And just to end on the MVP note, um, I believe Lamar Jackson has surpassed Russell Wilson on the NFL MVP voting list. The way Lamar is playing, man, is unbelievable. You see this guy just bursting out of the backfield for them, getting huge chunk plays, running the ball. He's a damn good thrower of the ball. And you know what? They keep on winning. If he has another dominant performance against the 49ers this week, that's that's all she wrote. MVP for sure. Hands down. Um, wow, I've, I've really been fucking up, folks. Um, also, I know Kansas City is in action. Whoops, sorry, guys. Yeah, Kansas City and the Raiders, another 4 o'clock game. Wow, I'm not on my game tonight. Sorry, guys. I uh, have to give another game pick here. I'm going to go with the Chiefs after the Raiders looked uh, terrible last Sunday against the Jets. So I don't know how they could face off any better against Patrick Mahomes. So book it for the Chiefs. Sorry about that, guys. Really shaky here at the Up North Trip. But nonetheless, I've been dealing with a lot of homework um, for school. So please give me the benefit of the doubt. Sorry about that, guys. Once again, and... Uh, once again, I appreciate all of you tuning in and giving me the support each week. And uh, a little bonus for you guys. I got news here for us at the Up North Trip. Um, we're going to be giving two shows starting next week. Um, one on Tuesday and one on Thursday. One show is going to be a recap, so it's not going to be rush shows anymore. Um, I'm going to get all the news for you in the NFL uh, more in-depth analysis on the games for recap and preview show on Thursday. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be doing two shows now. Uh, I have the time for it as my semester in school is wrapping up. So yeah, I'm excited. Two shows a week. Um, definitely going to be trying to uh, getting some more equipment as well. Um, hopefully getting a soundboard after the holidays. Uh, a second mic and hopefully some interviews coming 
on the way for y'all here that tune into the Up North trip. So once again, I appreciate all of you tuning in every week and supporting me and supporting the brand. And uh, yeah, have a have a happy Thanksgiving to all my American listeners. Uh, safe, happy holidays. And uh, to all my Canadian listeners, it's just another week for us. So uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the love. And once again, peace out.